Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. Welcome to Canaan Bound Podcast, a podcast aimed at offering the Christian rest during life's journey. Canaan Bound Podcast features devotional segments by pastors serving in the Wisconsin Evangelical Lutheran Synod, along with church history, mission news, and music by various Christian artists which support our teaching. I'm Philip Wells, a member of Peace Lutheran Church in North Mankato, Minnesota. This is episode number 89. We begin today with God's Word for You, with Pastor Timothy Smith. God's Word for You, Job 30, verses 16 to 23. Job continues, And now my life ebbs away. Days of suffering grip me. Night pierces my bones. My gnawing pains never rest. In his great power, God becomes like clothing to me. He binds me like the neck of my garment. He throws me into the mud, and I am reduced to dust and ashes. From the attacks of the people around him, Job turns to the attacks and the disease that Satan has sent into his body. Night pierces my bones, he says, and he adds in Hebrew, from above. This from above might not be a reference to God, but to the encompassing terrors of of darkness, the layala, all of which enter into Job at the time when his body should be peacefully asleep. His gnawing pains never rest. In fact, the reference to God in verse 18 is not really in the Hebrew. It's only an interpretation. Since the word for night is in the masculine, as are terms for God, the passage could also be saying that it, that is the night from verse 17, It disguises itself as my clothing. It binds me like the neck or mouth of my garment. But since we get to Job's prayer in the following verse, it's easier to understand this as referring to God. But Job's disease is wrapped around him like a shirt that he he can't get off. So he says, I cry out to you, God, but you do not answer. I stand up, but you merely look at me. You turn on me ruthlessly. With the might of your hand, you attack me. You snatch me up and drive me before the wind. You toss me about in the storm. I know you will bring me down to death, to the place appointed for all the living. Although Job's terse poetry can't actually use the word God here, um, or doesn't actually use the word God here in verse 20 either, we know that he's addressing God since he's praying. The imagery of verse 22 isn't easy to bring into English. The second part of the verse pictures the noisy storm of God melting Job. And that's the verb utmogeni is what a driving, relentless rain does to a hill of dirt, causing it to dissolve, battering it down into non-existence. Utmogeni. Job is getting closer and closer to the grave. And everything that is happening to him is only making his life drain more and more quickly away He is fast approaching the Beit Moed, the meeting house of the living. It's a unique euphemism, I think, for death, the place appointed for all the living. But we know that Christ is the life of all the living. Christ is the death of death, our foe. Job feels the sentence of death, the curse of sin in every part of his body. God has allowed this into Job's life so he would look to God alone for rescue. The Apostle Paul said in 2 Corinthians, 
Indeed, in our hearts we feel the sentence of death. But this happened that we might not rely on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. The new life that we have in Christ is not just spiritual life, but physical life too. God's promise to raise us from the dead is undeniable. Paul said to, in, in, in Romans 8, If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who lives in you. Your healing and your resurrection are certain because Jesus gave his all to give everything to us. I don't know whether you caught it, but once again, the imagery of the storm has appeared, symbolic of the violence of Job's illness and its attack on him. But the storm is always the approach of God, coming always closer and closer to speak to Job and to us. In Christ, I'm Pastor Tim Smith. This is God's word for you. And now a song by artist Stephen Bautista called I Must Sing from his album A Childlike Faith.
Next, we join Pastor Tom Barthel with the Canaan-bound devotion. Born again, born with a living hope. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. When you consider all the disasters this world faces, earthquakes, famine, war, disease, it can leave you staring at a wall of hopelessness. So many lives are cut short by such disasters in such a short time. Even many who survive often have their quality of life severely compromised or are loaded with grief. All these things are the result of sin in the world, the curse of God because of a fallen human race. It is not always for some specific sin, but sin is at the root of it all. The world is cursed. We are born under sin's slavery and sin's curse. When we see many lives cut short by disasters, we are reminded of our sin, which brings us death. But rather than cursing God and blaming Him for what mankind has done to ruin the world, we can praise Him. Peter tells us the Christian has reason to praise God, even in suffering. Why? We have a new birth, a new life of hope. God the Father has sent hope into the world, so full of sin and disasters. Hope is given where there once was none. And he gives it to the world of sinners because of his great mercy. It is a real and living hope, one that comes through Jesus Christ. All the disasters and death cannot overcome this hope, the resurrection to life. On Easter Sunday, Jesus rose to life. Back from death, Jesus lives and guarantees our hope of sharing in the resurrection to life. Nothing, no disaster, however great, can quench this hope. Praise be to you, God and Father, for sending your Son to give us new birth and eternal life with his resurrection to life. Amen. And now a song by Cross to Glory called Thy Will Be Done from the album Life's Song. 
Thy will be done, O Lord, in heaven and earth. Thy will be done, O Lord, through my life from birth. And this is my prayer, in the name of your Son. What else can I ask but thy will be done? It's been forty years I heard him say I had nothing left but to kneel down and pray. I trusted all so long She fought as hard as she could I told her it'd be okay And she knew it would Son, this is very hard I've never said this before I knew the Did come when I walked through that door. I sat beside a bed. I had to be strong. It was time to pray. Thy will be done. Lord, take this cup from her. Your will, I pray. Let me take her place. I need her to stay. We have three young kids. They need her right now. I just can't go on. I just don't know how. Just four little words Yet so hard to say I can hardly think the thought But yet I still pray Oh Lord, I trust in you Oh Lord, how I cry Your will be done, oh Lord And then she died Son, we have one hope And it is from above To know the Father's grace Grow in his love to know that he didn't spare his only son. So we forever pray, Thy will be done. Thy will be done, O Lord. In heaven and earth 
Thy will be done, O Lord, through my life from birth. And this is my prayer in the name of your Son. What else can I ask but Thy will be done? You have been listening to Canaanbaum Podcast, number 89. This podcast was first shared in December of 2014. Visit CanaanBaumPodcast.com to find links to the artists featured on this show. Once again, my name is Philip Wells. It was a privilege to be your host for this episode. We encourage you to visit wells.net to find a Wells ministry location near you. Thank you for listening.